everybody, this is GCR, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Are you into comics and cool stuff, or did you like to be? Well, if so, go on and check out our guys over at waywardraven.com. If you haven't been there, you should. Great stuff, novelties, gear, comics, and uh, just a bunch of cool guys. So check them out at waywardraven.com. Use our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard to get a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. If you're a gamer and or like coffee, be sure to get over to Player One Coffee, our guys in Salt Lake City. Be sure to get yourself some of the overclocked omen as it is the God's gift to gamers. Go on over to playeronecoffee.com and use our discount code, GeekCastLive. Hey everybody, GCR here to tell you about a new product that we are trying to sell and that we use ourselves. It's CBD oil. If you're anything like me, as a 35-year-old overweight man, you have a sore back, you have a sore shoulder, and you fight insomnia all the time. Well, I don't anymore. CBD oil is legal in all 50 states. And this HempWorks product is fantastic. We have THC-free if you're worried about a drug test. And we have salves and creams and oils, peppermint, cinnamon, no flavor. We have everything. Go to GCLCBD.com and get some for yourself because you deserve it. If you're anything like us here at GeekCast Live, I know that almost all you've ever wanted to do in life is play wizard chess. Well, now here's your chance. You can head on over to squareoffnow.com and pick yourself up a wizard chessboard, basically. Just use our discount code GCL to get 20% and free shipping off your order. That's squareoffnow.com, discount code GCL for wizard chess today. Go buy (laughs) t-shirts. Play that. Just play it. GCL.threadless.com. T-shirts, hats, shower curtains. Be about that life. You can probably get it on a toy. Anal beads. Mm -hmm. I think they have anal beads. They have leggings. Yeah, stockings, bath curtains. They got like uh, uh, Kenny Loggins skull on a (laughs) T-shirt. It looks like Kenny Loggins, doesn't it? Wait, what was it? GCL. .threadless.com That's gcl.threadless.com 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 It's a trap! King's Landing, to, Island of the Sahara. <laughs> to the 260th episode of the GeekCast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass. And not Cartoon Joe. No, Cartoon Joe is uh, not going to be here tonight. We actually had to sacrifice him to a dark god. To ensure that we could actually... <laughs> To keep Record, to keep the spoilers yeah. from the rest of uh, season eight from getting into our cerebrum, so mm-hmm. 
because people are awful. So let me too let much? me tell you. No, no, no. I no. Because people are awful. Let me tell you something I hate. Hmm. I, I like this. So you got the Chicago Cubs who are got a two-one lead, and they got the professor Kyle Hendricks on the bump, and he is. He's dealing. He's at 96 pitches through eight innings. I think I know where this is going. I don't like it. He's due to bat first in the ninth inning. Joe Madden, who's never seen a lineup he can't just leave by itself, pulls him. We're now in Uh extra innings. Uh, Who gave up the fucking run? Uh, Some guy with the last name Ryan and then Steve Ciszek. Yeah. Whatever a Steve. Just let the professor. Does he sell she sells C- by the... He sells C-Sex by the seashore. He sells yeah. C-Sex by the yeah. C-Sex. Yeah. In Sussex. He sells C-Sex. In Essex. Yeah. It's not, as, it's not as if Hendricks can't swing the bat occasionally. I mean, he's not I a I think that's what stick. killed him. Well, he probably can't. So they put in Albert Almora, who popped out lazily to center field. It's the same, the same result. Right. So just... Let him bat for himself. He's either going to get out or maybe he lucks into something. And then he gets to go out there and just let him pitch until he – I mean, if he if he then goes out there and gives up a run, well, then pull him. Bring your closures in. I right. just don't understand it. But then Rizzo just made a fucking great play. Holy shit, that was a great play. I, I suppose I should turn the game on, but I'm <laughs> not doing that. Oh, he's a stud. How's uh, how is baseball season going in general? Oh, uh, professionally, uh, the Cubs are wow. Javier Baez is a titan. Oh, that was David Bodie. Never mind. Um, also, also a, a he's like a Hitler Youth titan, young titan. David Bodie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he is. He's on. He's no. on their up and coming roster. Uh, we are uh, well. The Cubs are in first place, so that's great. Um, we just won our second. Uh, Macklin's team just won us. They're uh, they're two and two. Um, nice. I I don't know if I told you, Nick. It's his first <sighs> his first on the mound, uh, first time ever pitching. Uh, he uh, f- five strikeouts and nice. Two, no four strikeouts. He caught a comebacker right at him. Uh, jabbed at it, and caught it, and then he. Uh, Pop out to the third baseman and a ground out to the third baseman. So uh, he's got, his ERA is zero. Awesome, I like that. Dominic, uh, first game of the year last night. He also pitched two hitless innings, um, which was nice. Uh, but it's eight U, so there's not as many threatening bats. But he had, he had sure. three strikeouts and good, uh, pretty good command for an eight-year-old. I get, uh, I get but two. Our team, our, our team was very. Uh, was very Cubs esque in that the the quiet bats did him in in our two yeah, yeah. one loss, which is <laughs> hard to do in youth baseball. It's hard to I, have a two one It's hard to have a, a score. I think we won our first game eleven to six, and we won tonight. We won six to four. So how you're not how you only score three runs between two teams in eight U is amazing. It was it was all good pitchers. It was real, like a, and real clean yeah. defense. Yeah, it was it was Cardinals. Yeah, it was Cardinals Cubs in the divisional. Yeah. Oh, it was, I get it was way rough. too. I get way too into youth sports. I mean, I there don't. was a lot, a lot of 
of watching third strikes going on last night that oh. is really tough on my blood pressure. <laughs> <sighs> Our goal as youth coaches is to uh, teach the basics of the game while also instilling some sort of like competitive competitiveness. You should want to be a hitter. You like, why did you swing at the one that was above your head, Tony? You're not supposed to swing at the ones above your head, Tony. Come on. You're better mm-hmm. than that. Um, and it's once, and once you hear it pop the catcher's mitt, don't swing. <laughs> Have you guys ever thought about going and like teaching this out, you know, in the far east? Cricket? I don't, it's not my game. No, yeah, I, I don't just, know. The man, rules. I was curious if you ever thought about teaching youth in Asia. Oh, I see what you did there. Hey, you're not even a dad yet. So that yeah, joke is just, that joke is great, man. <laughs> <laughs> like that's excellent of you. <laughs> you. Have that already in your six shooter, ready to be fired. <laughs> but that was the first game of the year. We haven't softball doesn't start till next week as far as games. That was the first youth game, and the Cubs are as usual toying with my emotions. And I, uh, uh, my Reds got no hit the other night. So that's I'm not the summary of baseball. Absolutely looking. This is my first foray into softball with my oldest. And there's she, no way softball I, at her age. Oh yeah, the ball's bigger than they are. <laughs> she wouldn't know that. Don't tell her that. She's never seen a ball she can't hit. And I am so stoked for her because she's not. She, Academics aren't my Josie's thing. She is. She's more for the. She's for the entertainment industry. She is um, as empathetic as a human could be. If I mean, if she sees that you're having a bad day, man, she wants to make you happy or just like cuddle with you because maybe you need that. If she's a great human being, but like spelling, nah, it's never going to be her bag. <laughs> and. <laughs> Um, but she is like kind, long, long division, nice. not her, oh, yeah. not her wheelhouse. Yeah, she's gonna marry some wealthy pig farmer, and it's gonna be she'll be happier than fucking clams, man. But <laughs> she can play sports, though. She's an athlete. That's she is. A, she's just an athlete, and she's grown about four inches here all of a sudden. So she's like thinned out, and she looks like an athlete. And she's out and. You know, it's softball. It's youth softball. So it's all girls, and it's like... Isn't she six? She's Yeah, she's going to be seven this summer. How do they... Th- I, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to just take this apart because it's, it's frustrating to me. How do those little tiny people supposed to throw that giant softball? They can barely <laughs> throw a baseball at that age. <laughs> they do. That's, that's, I don't, that's the thing. I'm not, I've never not coached. So I, this is the first time I'm going to get to like sit and like watch a, one of my kids play from like the seat, like the stands. So I, this is it, I haven't even seen her practice because her practice is the same time as Macklin's practices are. But yeah, it's double up is, nights. But she is hitting everything. Sweet. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pitching machine at her at her age right now. It's not live mm-hmm. pitch softball, but still. Man, you guys are all it's all that farm money in central Indiana. You guys get to roll mach- <laughs> pitching machines out there? Oh, absolutely. We got to do all this shit ourselves. <laughs> yeah, Coach she's pitch uh, away. And she is she Just has raking? neon neon yellow socks, neon yellow armband, neon yellow scrunchies for her pigtails. Of course. Neon yellow <laughs> neon yellow and she's 
and they've uh, they spent uh, a good twenty minutes of practice on the like the softball chants. Oh God, yes, that's a big part of the <laughs> the women's game. Is the big part of the women's game. They it's play that, the they play the mental game, like the psychological warfare. They they develop that instinct early on. We uh, do you let your youth baseball team do the like hay batter, hay batter? Thing? Uh, you know, I they have never taken it upon themselves, so I have not been in a position to either uh, affirm or deny. I would probably let them, but they don't. We don't. Uh, they don't we don't let our kids do it. The girls talk the entire game. <laughs> they chant and heckle in unison. That's the best part of the game. I think for so too. The I, entirety I'm of the game. To it. And it's like it's not just like. Like they've got like foot stomps and like they oh, snap it's, their it's fingers to the left side of their body, but their head goes to the right, and it's all in unison. And it's and like I've never, thing. I've never once seen one of them explain it to any of the others. It's like <laughs> no, it's like they it's, just know I don't know. It, it's this like innate. Uh, I'm trying to find a good funny way to to say it. I can't, but it's uh it's an instinctive thing. <laughs> I think it's bred into them. It's like a yeah. Maori war dance. Yeah. Yes, it's it is. It's it's, like, it's, it's, it's grizzly bear culturally. Scenes. It's a cultural softball haka. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm going to go upstairs. Which is the show title. Go better yourself. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Go better yourself. <laughs> how'd, that, how'd that fly? That was... Yep, that went well for me. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. oh, man. So that was... That's our little... So yeah, that's 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 youth sports with Ryan and Nick. <laughs> a segment you'll hear all summer long. Yeah, we'll touch on uh, we'll touch on eight U basketball next week and the <laughs> the odyssey that is teaching the layup. Well, listen, listen, it was either talk about youth sports or talk about Captain Jackass Sparrow and the silent, uh, unforeseen Greyjoy fleet. So I don't know. I'd, 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 rather, I'd, rather talk talk about, about. I'd rather talk about the year I coached five-year-old soccer <laughs> and what that no, did. Go to on. I, I, this is much more interesting. <laughs> well, the kid, the kids, and the ball looked like the exact same thing at speed. What at that age, um, <laughs> which is amazing, and they they move like you know how when you see uh, like schools like a, of fish defending like a flock against of birds. Yeah, more like the school of fish defending against like the uh, when the shark comes around them, so they go all they school up and like try and make themselves look like a bigger fish, right? That's five year old soccer. There's a ball out there moving, and there's somewhere 10, 10 kids stuck together just moving in amoeba mass <laughs> around and with that ball. It is an amazing thing, and then one kid falls over the ball, and then two kids fall over the kid. And uh, it, it's just a, it's it's a joy, it's a joyful thing. <laughs> so and we little can... little little Hector, who is a charming youth but isn't big enough to kick the ball, constantly wants to like roll up on the ball like it's a like a yoga ball, like a, they just wants to like belly sure. roll onto it. Sure. Relatable. So eventually, Relatable. a coach, namely me, runs out and like. Has to pick you know, him up. He, yeah, but he's like the size of a two-year-old. You know how you pick your two-year-old up by like their britches, you know, and like yeah. kind of hang them like a like a mama dog. Yeah. So eventually, you have to run out there and like scoop him up with one hand, and then like nudge the ball, and then you run with him <laughs> to get him going again. It's I, I digress. Have you, have you guys have you guys seen the video of the 
the dad who is stand his son a kid is the goalie and the ball's like running to him and he pushes the kid down in front of the ball <laughs> no the guy the kid's like not doing anything as like the <laughs> as the goalie and the ball's coming the dad runs out of the field pushes the kid right in the path of the ball and then like claps like all right good job good job timmy yeah now, now get up and kick the ball there you go <laughs> Like just, I I really just pushed him down. I can't really I can't really frown upon it. I can't say I wouldn't ever do it, and get, but I I don't think I would. But I can't say for certainty because I've lost my mind at ineptitude at youth sports before. For you guys who are wondering why we're not talking about the atrocity that was this week's Game of Thrones, it's because well, it wasn't it's atrocity. because it was an atrocity. <laughs> It's because we don't we don't talk about like we don't talk about the Holocaust. You know why? It was an atrocity. No, Terrible thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I, I, I got I, raved I, once for this before. <laughs> uh, you, you you almost trap once. It's, yeah, it's why yeah. we don't talk about Trump anymore. It's what's the point? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, no, I, I'm. No, I'm you. picking up what you're putting down. Uh, but if you're well, listening to the show, more than likely you watched uh, episode four and you had the same reaction that the entire free world pretty much had to it. So I don't know if we can give you anything else. No, I'm not, I'm not going to throw any spoilers out there other than to say it was one of the, I think, one of the worst, most. Um, I've, I've never May seen it show die and stay dead. Yes, I've never seen a show not care that much about its own mythology. It, that's plot. a good way to put it. I could we could take ten minutes and discuss the ballistics of a uh, of a ballista tomahawk missile. Yeah, but others <laughs> right. have done so. So it's on that interweb. Um, if your eyes didn't uh, tell you that it was wrong, um, science will. Or or just the fact that they forgot what King's Landing looked like. Totally. It's, yeah. What water? We're good. Or, or that they, like Rob's been saying now, I think every day of work this week, Rob has walked in and said, could you, could you tell me why Cersei didn't just light Tyrion and the rest of them up with, yeah. why didn't why she is... end the war right there again? Can you tell me why? Because she was, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want to say something clever. I don't have anything. There's nothing. There's nothing clever. I've tried. <laughs> I'm just done was, at this point. She was too consumed over. with her smirking and forgot to actually open her mouth and give any orders. That's all I can Did you up. guys by chance watch the app, like the app, the show interview thing that they do? I no. refuse. I can't, no, I can't stand was... his smug One of them actually monkey said face. that, well, you know, a lot of, a lot of people would wonder, you know, how Danny didn't see the fleet was there. Well, she actually just forgot it was there. What? <laughs> yeah. That imagine, sounds that sounds about par for the course imagine, in terms of wait, answers. What? <laughs> yeah. Danny just forgot the fleet was there. Whose so, fleet? The Greyjoy. The, the Greyjoy fleet. You're, you're on fleet. Like she would assume they'd been sitting there for the the three months she's been at Winterfell. They just uh, forgot. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing stuff, truly. And here's the deal. I've, I've, I've seen the like, leaked 
plot synopses for the next, for the last two episodes. Why do you keep doing that? Why do you why, keep doing that? Why? Why not? Really? I, I don't know. I, I don't know because I hold out hope, a shred, like a well, point two percent shred I'm, chance. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if those are ten percent correct, you'll watch the last two episodes laughing. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, That's boy. exactly how I want to go into the final two episodes of just laughing. this specific franchise. There's a video I just shared it on Facebook. If you, if you are friends with me on Facebook, you've seen it. It's it's the guy who plays Grey Worm, and it's the it's Amelia uh, Clark, and it's Sanda, and they're at like a uh, like a premiere event, and the reporter says, um. You know, your your whole this has been your whole career. You've really, you know, are you happy with how the the series ended for you? And Amelia Clark starts laughing and says, "Like, uh, yeah." And then they they cut to Masande or the girl who plays with Sande. I think Nat, Natalie's her name. Yeah. And she yeah. says, "She says, yes, we're very happy." And then it goes, and then they start. It's like it's <laughs> you can, as Joe said, you could cut the tension with a spoon. <laughs> it's it's so they are so like they know They're just relieved that, to be done not only that but they know that the, what they produced for the final season is just trash yeah. trash and they know it and they're like yeah way to go way to way to way to end it and these seven dudes, years of hard work and these dudes are taking over a star wars franchise yep so yes more things that they can kill Benioff that I love. Weiss are going to be in. They're running. They're they're going to have like a Knights of the Old Republic thing for yeah. Disney. It's going to well. At least we know to avoid it. Based, I mean, we don't have to subject ourselves to another one of our tenants of our fandom being. Yeah, that's true. I guess you just put upon. Stay away. Yeah, I, I did. After Rob said it a week or two ago, I did listen to the Benioff and Weiss. Circle jerk after not this episode but the one before and it's it's, it's abominable. Fuck awful, isn't it? it, it that's it, it's abominable. It takes they're, anything that was all right in the episode and ruins it, and, and then it makes everything else level worse. Of, their level of of just dumb and wrongness and and lack of awareness of of the uh, <laughs> of anything but, of the script that was in front of them of the director's choices in the episode. And of, of the, the source material. Of the, yes, of the source material. It's just... I don't know. Every well, fucking... And then, like, they're just fucking idiots. They're, like, and they're, just, they're just fucking idiots. I don't this even... You, I don't use that word lightly. I can't think of the last time I've ever called you being an idiot. And you're spot on correct. I mean, you're, you're absolutely fucking morons. Right. When you realize that they wrote and directed the last episode. Uh, that's... That's sinister. I, sinister <laughs> syntax. No less. The men who pass the sentence should be the ones that swing the sword. <laughs> Fair. There is a there is a, a like a, a really nicely edited interview with George R. R. Martin, where someone said, um, "If somebody guessed the ending before you released it officially, would you change the ending?" And he said, "You know, if there's." A uh, hundred million people who have guessed the ending, and you know someone's gonna get it right. He said, and, and some people have. You know, it was he was like it was 1999, and someone said, "Hey, this is how I think it's gonna end," and they were right. Um, 
But the second I start changing the ending every time somebody guesses where it's going, now I've got to go back and retcon things. I've got to go back and uh, make prophecies be fulfilled, but in different and weird ways. And then the story starts losing its it right. starts losing its integrity. Right. So, so my, my ending is the ending, and that's the ending it's going to be, whether it's guessed or not. Right. Well, then they edit in uh, a thing for from uh, Benioff doing a. Uh, was it which one's Benioff? Which one's Weiss? Benioff is the one is the one with punch me face. Weiss is the yeah, one this... with uh, with like uh, sex offender face. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. better. So uh, punch me face says, you know, we knew this whole time that John is this. He's the hero. He's the one that's supposed to to kill the the Night King. But you know. Everybody knows that. So we figured, what if we just changed it? What an idiot. And it's like, and it's, and they, they play that clip right after George R. R. Martin says like, no, this is the ending. And I can't start changing things because people think they know the ending because then the whole story loses its integrity. <sighs> it's, it's just amazing. It's, it's like the, I think Rob, you just put it well a minute ago. They've totally lost touch with the reality of the fact that their bullshit is their own bullshit and has strayed completely away from the core source material that has made it the phenomenon that it is. And that those two are not a fucking limp dick's worth of the creative presence of a George R. R. Martin, who, you know, I'm plenty pissed off at myself, but at least... I don't know if I put it nearly yeah. as eloquently as that, but yes, that's those were my <laughs> words, just differently. Yeah, but well, I, that's how I interpreted them. So, but enough about that fuckery. God damn it! Oh my god, I, I'm just I'm, my, my pulse is up just thinking about. But we're on to better things. Covered with fucking. Oh, I, all right, let's just not talk about it. Yep, let's <laughs> talk about something thing. that is fun. It does have a future, and it was put together by minds with some semblance of creativity. Semblance, nothing. These guys are fucking geniuses. Well, I stumbled into it. Just let me fucking ride. All right. Dick. Well, hello, hello, Archon Games. You guys there? Yeah, hello. Hello. Just quietly lurking in the shadows. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of I stepped on my my crank there with the intro. That was on me. My fault. We'd have it we'd have it no other way than you guys quietly lurking in the shadows. No, it was great. I, I like where we came in. We just came at the tail end of some great rants and it was just fun to listen to. So we are, I have no we, idea what it was about, but you know you you know what it was about. Uh oh. You can, about us. Oh yeah. No, no, us. No, 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 We're no. using you for the catharsis. Oh good. It's the punching bag. Listeners, we'd like you to know that there's Probably 60 episodes where these guys have just been in the shadows. Yep. That's true. Just always hanging out. You don't Waiting. even know it. Silently judging. <laughs> Waiting. The worst part is we don't head. even know it either. We're just kind of like consciously bowing. To <laughs> <laughs> it's a sort of ether flux and we're just stuck soul bound to you guys. So sorry about that. <laughs> I'm all for it. I think I need more of that. More <laughs> soul binding. So we just went to a convention in Ohio, and Nick here played Eschaton for the first oh, yeah? time. He played it. We played a, a couple different times, and I think you did. You win one of them, Nick. Oh yeah. Well, I, beginner's luck. He won the first one. Your ass hurts. Beginner's nothing. And then I crushed <laughs> the shit out of you the next game. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't believe that was a shit crush. You beat me by eight. It points. was a shit crush. 
I don't. Pure strategic I, prowess. He came I, in I, like <laughs> sword swinging. I did. I did. I, I went. I went battle heavy and uh, field dominance heavy. Nice. Well, congratulations and welcome. I, to yeah, the thank you. And uh, there's there's no better way to whet one's appetite for a game and more repetitions than uh, to win to the first off. One? Well, to <laughs> smack the ego that is Cartoon Joe right out of the gate. <laughs> it's since he's not here to defend himself. Um, oh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Getting in his craw what made it all all the more sweet. <laughs> but no, I was. Uh, we had a blast. We we had at least a dozen or so people come up randomly and ask what we were playing and be like, oh, oh cool. cool, this looks neat. And so, well, you're playing with the best crowd over there. These guys have been <laughs> like, they're, well, we, they're get, we much, get a crowd going for sure. I mean, they're they're pretty much part of Archon Games at this point. So there's no one better to learn from or to do battle with at this point. Well, they they are great teachers by the by the ass kicking I gave them. I gotta say, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. really good at, at instructing. Oh, awesome! But no, so it's, you're it's, oh, go ahead, Nick. I was gonna say it is. Uh, while it is a complicated game, it's it's not a hard game to pick up with some good instruction. It, it it's um, easy to learn by playing, uh, better than reading the instruction manual. So it was it was good, kind of a plug and play, and a, a really good time. Well, excellent. I mean, that was a, a big important thing for us is we wanted it to be really easy. Like if someone sat you down for Accessible. like a minute and they're like, here's what you do. And you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Now, and then you can go nuts just like, like you did, whipping their butts. Yes, <laughs> that's, the, that's the preferred way to uh, onboard a new game. And now you guys have, you guys are in the midst of a, a re-release, correct? Yeah. We sold out as of PAX East. Um, we sold out of all the copies of Eschaton that we have. So nice. um, we figured that we'd offer it as a pre-order through a Kickstarter just because it would allow new cultists to jump on and take advantage of some of the cool things we make. And we could offer some stretch goals and try to get some new pieces published. Like we just uh, unlocked the first one, which is uh, Eschaton card sleeve. So it's got the Eschaton oh, card backs. So you can sleeve your whole game. It'll look beautiful. Um, nice. Yeah. And we've got some other, more exciting ones. We've got neoprene play mats with custom art prints from the game and then if we get far enough we, we want to actually make cultist meeples so they'll be custom cut uh little cultists instead of wooden cubes to help make it more an immersive experience i well, love that well, one thing that we had when we were playing the game out in the uh you know the common area the lobby of the hotel and people were coming up to see what we were playing the one thing that seemed to draw everyone in was just the visual that is the map. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, and the plague uh, chanting. Uh, uh, well, that <laughs> chanting plague, plague, plague. Yeah, that did it too, but um, your, ma- your guy's map really draws a lot of people in. It's um, it just, they, they love it. That's from the first thing people see is, oh, wow, that's a cool map. Awesome. Well, that, that, that means a lot. Like, we obviously want to grab people with the visuals. And it, immersion's a big thing for us. I mean, story, like, rules rules are great. Rules are important. We want it to be strong. But we also want you to sit down and not just be playing rules, but playing a story. And, you know, seeing a world that you can be a part of because of how it visually draws you in is super important in that regard, we figure. So that's it's great to hear that it's catching eyes. Oh, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've played this with tons of my friends at this point. They've always come back to the uh, just the amazing arts, uh, the art that you guys have throughout the game, whether it be on uh, the map or the the cards or even the, uh, the the wooden chest itself. Like, just adore it. 
Well, you guys have a uh, you guys use your own in-house artist, don't you? Like one of your uh, buddies for most of the. Uh, yeah, it's all Diane who's sitting right here. And, oh yes. Uh, then we've got Adam, Adam, well Adam and Tracy. Um, uh, Adam's hopefully going to join us in a second. He was just getting out of something, so we'll try yeah. to get him in here. And then uh, his beautiful map. Yeah, that's he's, he's in charge of the map and a lot of the woodcut kind of stuff. And Diane does a lot of the the character design, and then Tracy does all the weird. In between stuff like the edicts and the auras and the oh, the I love it, guys. You guys have truly got an amazing art department, that's for sure. So, what and other uh, cons and conventions have you guys been going on? I know you've been hopping around here uh, quite a bit lately. <laughs> um, we've gone kind of PAX crazy after doing PAX <laughs> for two years. We decided to venture and try um, our hand at the well. We got invited to the PAX South uh, uh, Indie Board Game Showcase. So we were there, uh, you know, presenting uh, by invitation, and then we're like, "Well, we wonder what the East one would go like." And since you know, since it's a video game centric convention, we weren't sure how their board game representation. But generally, based on uh, just the presence of things that they have, like they're a huge library, it's very well run. It was great, and now we're trying to get into PAX West. It looks like they're actually opening a whole. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about, it, but they're they're focusing a, a bit. <laughs> oh yeah, on, it's, on we, cl we cleared it. There, so oh, give away all the yeah, secrets. Whoops, um, now we're not gonna get it. <laughs> but um yeah, that's that's been the big thing because we found them to be really on par with like Gen Con as far as just like uh the attendees and the, the energy and you know it's it's a really everybody's good time. super cool. Yeah PAXs, they're so well run and everybody's really friendly and organized and welcoming and it's been great. Yeah, they they definitely have a good community around the the PAX convention. So that's been Long and short of it, that's been our jam. We've been doing that's like four more cons in the year, so it's oh, quite. A bit. But you guys uh, take the uh, take the whole brain trust when you uh, go to these things. Yeah, it's, since it's you know since our cons, try to at least three out of four or five. Yeah, nice. we get the, the the core the core unit out there. I tell you, we we actually we get to the point where we start feeling bad when we're at Gen Con because we. Uh, it, I say this every time you guys are on, but I, I mean it. You, it's the best booth at Gen Con. Aw. <laughs> well, it's because you guys are there with your warmth and breakfast and plate. Smiling faces. Yeah. I, 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 may, I may be coming this year just for that. You just should. To hang out with you guys. Why you're not going. So I can, well, it's, it's usually just a, a massive double stack of family things gotcha. and timing. But uh, just, just to... Just to get cartoon be Joe there when you get yelling, back. yelling plebes out really loud for no random reason and some, some well, chanting. We're well, trying we, to, we, to venture further east to try Unplugged Out because it's really been an impressive convention. And the, the two years that PAX has been running it, it's like from year one to two, just like how they jump. So year three should be quite exciting. But Sounds good. We, we yeah. do draw a crowd. I'll give us that. We can, yeah. we can rustle up some folks. <laughs> Well, and the, one of the reasons, Nick, I'd love for you to go um, to Gen Con is because, and I believe this is coming soon, too, from what my Kickstarters tell me, you haven't played Nexus Infernum yet. I, I haven't. I, I would like to, um, but and as, honestly, as, if I'm as not... As much as I love Eschaton, Nexus is badass. Oh, yeah. So And you want to talk about an ease to pick up and an ease to learn to play? Um it's is, like, it a, is it a contained scenario like Eschaton? Like you know, short. Well, why don't you? Uh, do you guys want to go ahead and give us like a like a 
give Nick a, like a quick crash course through Nexus and uh, Nexus Vernum. Okay, so uh, it's set in the same world as Eschaton, and the Nexus Infernum is an ancient te- temple built beneath the citadel. It's where Ooh. a fissure has formed in the Veil of Reality, and the Dark One's minions, they gather there to feast on this chaos energy that manifests from the friction of our world against their own. And Delicious. We, as just crazy, power-hungry necromancers, go there because we know that invoking these demons will help us rise in infamy in the land, helping us become more powerful. So we come, raise skeleton minions to harvest this chaos energy, to feed to the demons that lurk on the other side, to pull them through as our own minions and uh, earn more points of blasphemy. So it's a race to 13 points of blasphemy through resource management and worker placement with a brawling aspect. Oh, you had me at brawling aspect. it's it's (laughs) It's a blast. It's an amazing game. It is. It's just fun to play. It's just Damn it, it's fun to play. Well, I'm, I'm so glad it's matched in your memory. <laughs> We're super excited to be able to have that at Gen Con. That's going to be super fun to share the, the final thing. So, well, because that, that's right. Well, Last year we were well, playing kind of a demo set, correct? Yeah, that was our uh, field form. Yeah, that was our, like, the essentially our playtest version that we made to showcase it for the Kickstarter. It's also all assets that we just made here in house okay. so that we could showcase the game. But now, What's in at manufacturing has all the finished assets and everything, and oh, kick ass! Yeah, we're super excited about it. <laughs> but... So, when's the long-awaited Archon RPG gonna happen? Oh, <laughs> we were <laughs> things are things we're not allowed to talk about. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's it is something that you guys have asked about, and then it's it has started to come up more and more as we go to these conventions more, and it's something that we're super excited about just because. We building the lore behind you know the dark sure. one and what's going on in the realm and what is this rise of these cults and why are they trying to invoke Armageddon and so we've been talking a bit and building it and you know after Nexus we're probably gonna sit back for a second uh, do some development on another game we have in the works and then after that we'll, we'll likely be some some matter of core book once we build the lore out a little bit more. God, I love hearing things. That's a full plate. Another game we have in the works. <laughs> That, yeah. makes, that makes my inner dark one <laughs> yeah that's what we're here for yeah now, is it that. is it too bold a question to get any teasers about that um we'll t- <laughs> we said well, <laughs> i feel like the answer is yes but, <laughs> for, but. The, for, the no- for the people in the like that know about it um we'll just say we're very much in love with an old game from 1979 called sorcerer's cave and we've been looking what uh, at that a lot for inspiration so if you if you are aware of that or if you want to look into that that may give you some hints about where we're going <laughs> okay sorcerer's cave it's i highly recommend you pick that if you up if you can find it anywhere i happen to find one for like five dollars in a pile of used games somebody at a convention. didn't know what they had somebody didn't know what they had because i think it goes for like 150 dollars on ebay because it's like oh old, man old. but it's, oh, wow. it's, like, it's a great dungeon crawling game it's like the original dungeon crawl game so all right it's, it's elegant immersive and a heck of a lot of fun. It takes up your whole room because you play it on the floor. You lay out tiles, and like each sub level, you have to set up on the floor with tiles and like a, separate from the level you are in above. It's 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 great. It's fantastic. No, this sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah, All that right. sounds that sounds. What, what was it called again? Uh, Sorcerer's, <laughs> Sorcerer's Cave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hunt that one down. It's it's awesome. Rob, I'm putting you on that. <laughs> um, I've already got. Three copies pulled up right here. So. 
<laughs> the, art, the artwork is what caught my eye because it's like that classic like you know before all this fantasy stuff was built upon and elaborated like mm -hmm. it, it was that was it like somebody's just like here's some sad weepy dragons and some heavy metal font before heavy metal was really a thing so it's yes. like proto a lot of things there but it came out in like i think is a direct response to the popularity of dungeons and dragons and it was like it's hack and slash uh, brother so pretty cool i can go on about it too much but it's, it's an exciting exciting thing for sure well we will we won't make you tell us everything that's fine we understand. <laughs> the good things come to those who wait. We understand. Yes, and, and I just want to promise you something that suddenly we've seen. <laughs> right. This isn't at all what I was hoping for. I'm curious yeah, now. How did like you guys? The, the ponies, ponies and rainbows, and maybe some like munchkins. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I would. I would love for you guys to pull just a a total gear shift and come out with some very. Um, happy, bright, vibrant game. That would be so funny. I think we're talking about a game that we were hunting unicorns was the thing, where it was like there were pretty <laughs> beautiful unicorns, but the whole point was you were a hunter or a slayer of unicorns, and it was all about amassing points through you know, killing these fantastical beasts. But... I keep trying to get them to let me reskin the entire games and put cats in place of all of the characters, and they won't you let should. me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She, she wants to do Neko Inferno. Neko Inferno. Yeah, no. Inferno. It would be. We're, we're branching out, trying to hit new markets. <laughs> it would be a very fun. It's just. It's like it's the same game. It's just reskinned to yeah. where it's. It's all unicorns and like talking ducks. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> it'd be fucking yeah. hilarious. You're just invoking kittens. Piles yeah. of kittens. I love. I think that. I tell you, what, you got a money maker. Yeah, we cover all our bases. Then that's for sure. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm trying to picture it. I think it's great. Uh, so, your so, booth would be completely different. Yeah, we, you know, color palette would change a little bit. But that's fine. <laughs> we find a sum of averages and go somewhere in between. Oh, that's so funny. We keep getting put next to the most, like... The kawaii pastel, brightly oh, rainbow colored. Last year it was all like a foxtail and um, like furry masks. Yeah, with the with the club thumping. Yeah, we were near uh, unstable unicorns cool. at Pax East, and I think we're next to them at, in Denver too. Yeah. Next, unstable. It, it's always it, it makes it stand out. Denver. <laughs> Magic content. mushrooms. <laughs> Oh yeah, I heard that. That's a thing that they voted to decriminalize that today. That's is it incredible. Really? Yep, sure did. <laughs> it's like Me. no longer criminal to possess psychedelic mushrooms in Colorado. Colorado is the future. It, it's working. Yeah, nothing. Nothing bad can come from that. Yeah. Well, you know, like the thing is, like in fifty years, everyone's gonna look back and it's gonna be like alcohol. Everyone's gonna be doing these things and be like, "Why was anybody worried or upset about this?" Because literally, like living in Colorado, we can tell you. With legalized weed, everything is still fine. We haven't been eaten by a zombie horde <laughs> yeah. yet. Yeah. No fish, no fishers in the earth, no demons, no zombies. Well, apparently they're coming really to Illinois to now. Your game, yeah, Illinois is on that. They were yeah, like we're, on, we're on the zombie train as of this yeah. week. Oh, yeah. Guys, right. Indiana Indiana just made it legal to buy alcohol on a Sunday. Wow. So, good good yeah, work, Indiana. We've got, well, we've, we've, got, we've got some time before legal weed. 
Prohibition has ended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just repealed the Twentieth Amendment like a week ago. <laughs> good, good for you. Good on them. <laughs> well, that's pretty yeah. funny. It was bound to happen eventually. Yeah. But. Good so were you guys were you guys that on your Kickstarter? You guys. Uh... Uh, let's see. I'm gonna pull it up. The answer is crushing it. Yeah, it's it's a weekend. Yeah, we're nine days down 14k up just correct past the first stretch goal so it's going well like um it's exciting just it's exciting because it's uh, 200 people backed it so far so that's 200 more people playing eschaton so that's definitely a good thing in our book and you know we're just excited to share it as a small group of you know three or four designers it's just exciting to see exponentially the four of us times now 500 and 10 20 is how many people own eschaton so it's pretty cool 500 times our own That's crew more than that yeah it's more than that Ooh. i can't do that <laughs> but yeah well we do we do everything we can here to let people know about it uh we were we were plugging it pretty hard at the uh at the convention we were at and then um uh on some different i know joe's part of some different board game groups on facebook uh he talks about it quite a bit so Nice. It's uh, if, if you're listening and you haven't played it yet, I don't know why because we talk about it quite a bit on the show. But the Kickstarter is live now, so we'll put a we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Well, thank you guys. Um, for you. So so what uh, before we start moving on to uh too much further, uh, what other cons do you have coming up uh in the Midwest here? Uh, any chance that we guys uh, we can see you guys outside of Gen Con? Um, we were hoping to do Origins, but unfortunately we do uh, Denver Comic-Con because it's a really mm. strong local convention and it's the same weekend. Right. So not going to be doing that this year. Um, but let's see, Gen Con's still the only one directly in the Midwest that we're okay. doing right now. Everything else is, you know, Boston, Philly, um, San Antonio, Coastal. Seattle, Denver. Um, well, I'll try and kick these guys' wow. ass and see wow. if we can't get out to packs. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I was gonna say I I'm gonna see if I can't put a fire under these guys. And get out. Yeah, I I can't recommend Road it enough. Trip. Like if you guys have fun at Gen Con, you would lose your mind at PAX. I think it's it's a very strong, like good attendance. Like it's right in Chinatown, so the food's great, which for me is a huge thing. You're surrounded by delicious stuff. The people are great. The games are good. It's a all around. The hierarchy. Plus in my book, of, yeah, yeah. Of Patrick's the higher, way. yeah. Of course. <laughs> food first, always be. <laughs> oh, always food first. Always food first. I mean, you have to eat, or you have there no. There wasn't energy. a single food truck at the convention we went to this last weekend. That's sad. Wait, wait, what no, is this wasn't. that remains nameless to this point? Oh, uh, it was Ice and FireCon out in oh. uh, <laughs> Ohio. I, I think it was just in uh, indiscriminate town, Ohio. Street <laughs> town. I don't know. There wasn't a name for it. Mount. Mount Sterling. Mm. Nice. That's a good Le- Midwestern leg- legendary. <laughs> it's also my porn name, which I think is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just weird that, that we went to the same town as I mean it's just I find that very it's coincidental. Really coincidental. There's a yeah. lawsuit pending. There no, is, yeah, yeah, but I, but against me. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's in I the general I... vicinity of Columbus, like in that quarter gotcha. of the state, but near nothing. Yeah. Gotcha. We drove what 
45 minutes to see Endgame from the yes. nearest theater. Uh, wow. Dedication. Hey, but you know what? It's it's neat to see conventions popping up in places like that. I know like around here, um, like Cheyenne, Wyoming has a Comic Con, and I know they've been attracting no chance. Yeah, right, exactly. And that's I've thing. been to Cheyenne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they have a Comic Con, and they're they're trying. So I mean, it's cool to see all these things become um, more and more mainstream, or just like the people are getting better tastes, and they're no longer obsessing or boring stupid shit, and they're actually getting into the things that you know we've known about since we were babies. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> It's a beautiful thing being it a sure and all of this stuff. It makes the world more exciting. If everyone's focused on the fantastic and amazing, it's, uh, you know, people shine harder. They're nicer to each other. They can relate to each other on things that excite them. And I think it's a, a good attitude all in all. But I, I also yeah. saw that they're doing a uh, um, Gen Con is doing like a, yeah, like, uh, mobile, like a pop, like pop, a pop up Gen Con, Con thing. Yeah, I don't think they've announced where those are going to be. That it sounds like it's decided, but they haven't said where. Okay. Yeah, they're just gonna. Uh, it's a uh, at oh, yes, forty somewhere. game stores around the United States. Interesting, and that, but that's going on the same weekend as Gen Con, right? I, that I don't know. I think that was the idea. Huh. Okay. So like Gen Con's going to be going go. on at Gen Con, but then at forty other locations, going to be like a small Gen Con. I think they're streaming the panels and stuff into oh, okay. That's cool. Into those stores. So it's like I did read the email. Little little Gen Con. <laughs> I, I read the email too. I swear it. <laughs> little Gen Con parties. It's like oh, that's really it's like, cool. It's like the Super Bowl is going on, and then like lots of little Super Bowl. I mean, Bowl that parties. is cool. It I mean, is cool. Like, it think is. about the sixteen-year-old kid in the middle yeah. of like that can't get all the way out to Nevada. That yeah. Yeah. No, this is actually really cool. Yeah, being able to go to like a local game store or something like that and hang out and watch all of the cool new games get unveiled and see all of the big tournaments and stuff that are going on. That's, no, that's really solid. It, it's one of the – it's why I love living where I live is that Gen Con is an hour away. Oh, yeah. So that's, that, it's that, the thing is like getting there elsewhere in the country is like logistically kind of a nightmare unless you drive. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, there's no major airport. Besides, like Chicago, nearby, still three hours, which away. is like still three or four hour, three four hour drive at the time shift. So it's just like you don't you don't have. Does the Indy Airport not count as just like a real airport? I mean, it's like I specialized think looked flights. In. We looked into it, but it's like a hundred dollars more to do it. That's yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah, and then it was yeah. fly to Chicago and it's, drive the rest of the way. It's weird, but yeah, it's the dumbest thing ever. Well done, Indiana. You've yeah, done so, yourself. So coming from like you know, all the way out here, it's like a, it's a thing, but it's worth it. I think Indianapolis has a good structure for it because like it, it's a town that or a city that regular is like set up to take on those kind of things because mm -hmm. it seems like whatever convention is going on, that's what Indianapolis is for that weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. it is. It's, it's, like, it's a very good city for, uh, between they, that that. when they did the Super Bowl, they really did a, we really did a great job as a city. Yeah making the Super Bowl work for Indianapolis. And you're right. When, a few years ago, yeah. Too, yeah, we just went to Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, and it's like, Chicago is so big and so crazy that, do you think Chicago notices that that's even happening? Correct. Right. Even though it's a huge right. ordeal. Like if no, Gen we suck. In a city like that, it would just be like, <laughs> all right, well, you know, somewhere in a, in a 
back corner of Chicago Gen Con is happening. Indianapolis is like, we are Gen Con for this whole right. All every the bar and every menus. store, like yeah, everything. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's such a good vibe, and it really adds to the atmosphere of that convention. And partially because, uh, because, because of the place. You can walk around town and drink beer. So, What's that? You can also walk around the uh, city and drink beer. Is that legal? Is that a thing now? It is. It is now. Nice. I think the it's, last thing the last thing you do before you ask for your check is get a walking beer for the table. Well, there you go. Uh, they had that in Texas. Yeah, we were blown away by that. It is an amazing concept, especially in like the state that literally just made it legal to buy alcohol <laughs> on Sundays. That's pretty pretty <laughs> only in Indianapolis. Uh, it's it's a pretty like a far split on their stance on those. Things. I know, right? Well, we're gonna we're gonna let you buy beer on the weekends, but I tell you what, from here on out, just walk around with it. Yeah, go go wherever you want. Take that we're with gonna, you. We're gonna trust you with the keys, son. <laughs> now you best bring that car back with a tank of gas. We'll tank of something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. yeah. So yeah. as you guys. As you guys know, at the end of the show, we uh, we talk about what we've been geeking on this week. And as guests, you can either go first or last. Oh, man. Let's let you guys go first. Yeah, I think we went first last. Yeah, I think we, we went first last ourselves. time. So, Rob, what, uh, what have you been geeking on this week? Oh, um, so I have been geeking on Magic the Gathering, first and foremost. Oh, yeah. Uh, War of the Spark has come out, and this is like the climax of a story that I've been waiting on for probably 10 or 15 years now. So I decided to round up a bunch of my buddies, and we decided to get back into Magic uh, competitively and start playing around some of the uh, local card shops here in Lafayette. Um, and it's been ab an absolute blast so far. I'm really excited to get back into... Uh, back into it you get into the tournament scene um it's it's just a ton a ton of fun and it's really good to have my buddies getting in on this as well uh so definitely magic the gathering and then uh ashley and i have been going through and uh watching a lot of superstore on hulu and if you've ever worked retail or uh-huh yeah oh it's it's phenomenal uh uh, it's, it's basically for anybody who hasn't watched it, uh, like, uh, it is to like retail, it, it's to Walmart as like the office is to, uh, offices, office offices. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's phenomenally well done. Like incredibly satirical. Like if you've ever worked in like retail or in any kind of like corporate store like that before, there are so many things that are just going to be like painfully like hilarious and real for you uh so it's it's really really just fantastic uh so magic the gathering and superstore for me uh nick what about you i had a mouthful of caesar salad <laughs> where did oh, you get that caesar salad you can have that salad i am i really am little little grilled chicken in there <laughs> a long day um if you weren't around for the first half of the show. I am pretty much geeking on youth sports right now, particularly at the, uh, the baseball softball that we talked about. Last week, I, I dedicated and sold my soul to geeking on geeky things with uh, Game of Thrones and Endgame. That 
that sucked up my allotted uh, fun entertainment for the month. So <laughs> kind of dub- kind of doubling down on family and new sports now, which is a good thing. Uh, hopefully the damn weather will actually break at some point. We don't have to play baseball with five layers on. So um, that's where I'm at. We talked yeah. about that earlier, so we'll skip over. Rye, you? Um, besides watching my man's Gaffron, uh, in his role as Ted Bundy in Netflix's Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Oh, I just watched that. What'd you think? I I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't. I was expecting more. I, I really, more. I really liked it. I liked but the I, idea of it. I thought it didn't know what it wanted to be. I yeah, I understand what you're saying there. I'm just a Zac Efron Homer, so <laughs> I. Since High School Musical, him and I have been best friends. Uh, he yeah, did a good yeah. job. He, I thought he did a really good job as Ted Bundy. Yeah. Um, but besides that, uh, I would, I'm going to have to say um, mushroom hunting has been a thing I've been really into lately. Going out to Denver? <laughs> well, no. Uh, more like uh, just the, 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 the forests of Indiana. But That's uh, like... That's a huge thing. Like my family's all from Lithuania, and that's a huge thing with Lithuanians. Like the second it's it's mushroom season, everyone's out in the forest, just like getting bushels of mushrooms. Like yeah, we we go and cook probably eight dishes. That's awesome. That's that's really cool. And then we found I ate. We found um, they're called pheasant backs or dryad saddles. Uh, mushrooms, and I've never had those before, but those are those are delicious. What a great name for a mushroom! A the dryad, dryad well, saddle. Yeah. If you if I you mean, were that... to see them, it would look like what you think the saddle would be on whatever mount a dryad was riding. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's, that's what it looks like. But they're they're called like pheasant backs, I think, for like the the backwoods farmer who doesn't know what a dryad is. They're like, no, that's just a call it a pheasant back. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, like Loser. a pheasant. I, I got it. Loser. So, it's, uh, uh, I've been, you know, find once you see one, it's like you can't not see them. It's so weird. Huh. And then when you, uh, you know, when you, when you bring them home and clean them and, you know, soak them in salt water and rinse them off, and we cooked ours in some, uh, we, we started them in some oil, and then we added some butter and a little bit of champagne, which we thought was fantastic. Oh, huh. So they were just, I mean, they're just delicious mushrooms. So, but uh, yeah, I'm going to say mushroom hunting. That's excellent. Very urban chic of you. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm a forager <laughs> now. I only, I, I only eat what I've foraged. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how about you guys? What are you guys geeking on? Yeah, go ahead. What am I go ahead? Yeah, what are you geeking? Um, geez, sleep. Sleep's been nice. <laughs> Bonus. Went to conventions two weekends in a row two, three weeks ago now and just didn't sleep for like three weeks. So I'm geeking on sleep. And um, so when we were at Star Wars Celebration, they released a new trailer for the new Clone Wars. Yes. Episodes. And so I've been really wanting to go back and watch all of the, all the Clone Wars. It's... Again, but they took them off of Netflix, so I don't, I don't know what to do. Wait, it's not on Netflix anymore. No, it's not on Netflix. They took it away. It's just in the last Jedi. <laughs> I'm done was... with this shit. <laughs> was that a table flip? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's I. I stand by that being. I stand by the Clone Wars being some of the best Star Wars that's ever been produced. Oh it's so Books, it, comics, like, movies. It's. Uh, it makes the prequels really relevant, and it makes like Anakin. Oh, like the character Obi Wan describes in New Hope when he was like he was a great warrior and a good friend. It's like, oh yeah, I see why now because yeah, this, this yeah. flushed his character out. It's yeah, no, Anakin's phenomenal. Like he's he's great throughout the entirety of Clone Wars. And, and then the tie with Ahsoka and his like losing his Padawan makes his turn to the dark side even more relevant. You're like, oh, it's not just because oh Padme and some bullshit it's like he lost yeah, and they even do a great job at like building on that too like oh yeah building it yeah, up and then slowly tearing it apart like oh my god yeah Fucking Clone Wars is so good it's so good there, there's some goofy shit but there's like the the arcs <laughs> are like like when it gets to a story plot or a plot line you're just like oh man it's great it's incredible and uh did you guys happen to catch any of the stuff for the Mandalorian as well Ooh, yeah yeah, well, yeah. We're at Star Wars. Wars. that whole weekend was just like lost my mind like <laughs> it was like the trailer for nine um the mandalorian the new video game did you see uh, oh yeah 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 the new uh the single player fall in order? yeah fallen order oh my god oh. that looks like it's gonna be fantastic finally a story driven star wars game like you know it's it's after the battlefront fiasco it's like it's uh, it's so nice excited about that i hope they don't fuck it up yeah me too <laughs> good time for star wars yeah yeah so star wars is a general i mean i'm always geeking over star wars but in particular these last couple weeks celebration kind of lit a fire under i think both our butts <laughs> they'll do that yeah it will do that so now it's your turn. It's my turn. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just geeking out Star Wars right now. I got the <laughs> the Fantasy Flight reissue of the RPG, the 30th anniversary. Nice. So looking at delving into some of that. Um, yeah, I mean all the uh, new Star Wars stuff. Music, yeah. music's been a thing. I've been trying to like play more and get writing on new albums. So that's been that's been my geeking right now. It's good geeking. Some hard geeking. <laughs> Star Wars and some tunes. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, if our listeners want to find you guys, or if they want to find some of your guys' music, where can they do that? Um, Archon Games is generally represented under the handle Archon Cult, except for Instagram, where we go under Archon, Archon Games. Games. So Twitter and, and Facebook, Archon Cult, and then uh, Instagram, Archon Games. And uh, yeah, and if they're looking for music, uh, my band is Velnius. Adam and I play in that. So we're going to be going on tour of the West Coast actually in July. So if you're out that way, we'll we'll be seeing some people. Nice. Yeah, a new album coming out in sometime in the fall. Our, our label's in Germany, and that's been uh, he's he's got a queue of things, and we're coming out sometime hopefully around September or October. So that'll be exciting. That's awesome. Looking and you guys, to that. and I believe you guys are on Spotify, correct? Yeah, you can find us on Spotify, yeah. uh, Bandcamp, YouTube, all the places where things are watched or listened to. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. And like I said, we'll put uh, we'll put a link to the Kickstarter in the show notes this week. And um, 
this and episode Japan. should be out on Saturday. And let's try to uh, let's get the go play Escaton. Let's, let, let's go forty k. k. I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't mind. <laughs> But thank you guys for, as always, you guys are super kind and we really, really do appreciate the love that you've given us from the get-go for years now. So thanks for having us on here and taking yeah. the time to chat with us. Always. Oh, thanks for always coming a on. pleasure. Seeing you yeah. It's going to be like, what, two months now? We'll, we'll be hanging oh, out. Yeah. In the yeah. I can't wait to see we'll you guys. We'll actually, yeah. It'll, it'll be good. We'll get some drinks. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. And hope to meet you out there. Yeah. That'd be a good time. We'll, uh, we'll have some cocktails and tell some lies. <laughs> Tell some lies. The like edition. <laughs> Without question. All right. Good night, all. Good night. Fairly well. Fairly well. If you liked what you heard and you want to learn more of it, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Give us a review. Five stars is perfect. Uh, tell us the name of your pet because I couldn't think of anything on topic. Well done. Uh, well, yeah, I have nothing to back you up either. I would have normally, but I got nothing. And if you want to come up with suggestions for better questions in the future. <laughs> What's your go-to RPG character name? Yes. Yeah. I'm about that. Get on over to our Facebook, Twitter, uh, things along those lines. You can find us at GeekCast Live. Drop us a line and we will get back to you. And go uh, check out Archon Cult. You'll be happy that you did. Yeah, join the cult. Plague. 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 Plague.